the only thing worse than a root canal is looking for a job on the internet. Hello everybody, this is Anthony Moore with Career Daily. I am here to put the human back in human resources. Let me be your competitive advantage on the job market. It is dog eat dog out there. Our research companies, new industries, I'll dig around, I'll figure out who some of the hiring leaders are, and I'll post all this information on our exclusive Facebook networking group. You'll also hear amazing interviews from professionals that I'm interviewing all across the country. Some are inspiring. Some are very informative. Some duds. I'll leave the duds out. Stay tuned for today's episode. So you find yourself in the job market. Now you're interviewing and you're confronted with what is now called the candidate experience. Should you care about the candidate experience? Is it an indicator about the type of company? Is it a good company? Is it a bad company? That's a very simplistic way to put it. Is it an indicator that you're dealing with a company that you'd want to work for? So you find yourself in the job market and now you're going to... What is the candidate experience and does it even matter? You find yourself in the job market and now you're faced with dealing with. No, dang, I can't get my voice right. So now you're in the job market and you're going to evaluate how companies treat you. The candidate experience is all about your perception of how the company that you might want to work for onboards you, how they go through the selection process with you, what you might call the entire hiring process. A lot has been written about the candidate experience or the employer brand. And do candidates care about it? Does it affect the candidate's decision to go work for the company or not? That's what we're going to talk about today. Hello, this is Anthony Moore of Career Daily, and that is today's episode. Hello, everybody. This is Anthony Moore of Career Daily. The candidate experience is the topic for today's show. I'm going to tell you, if you're in the job market and you need a job, you may care. You may not care at all about the candidate experience, but let's say, look, it's a tough job market. You may not care at all about the candidate experience. You just want a job and you're going to take the job if you get you know, a fair offer. And that's a valid point. But let's say, let's say you're in a situation where you have two or three companies that are evaluating you at the same time. And you're putting all the information out in front of you to determine which company you, which company you would want to work for. Should the candidate experience influence your final decision. Well, first of all, 
the candidate experience is simply your perception of how they are treating you throughout the hiring process. <clears throat> do you think the candidate experience is going to, do you think the candidate experience will accurately reflect the day in life of your job and who you're going to be dealing with and how you're going to feel about your job, how you're going to think about your job? <clears throat> Damn. All right, let me dive into this candidate experience, and I'll kind of give you my thoughts here on whether or not you should put a lot of weight into the candidate experience. So we've all been there. You've been in front of your computer. You're looking for a job on LinkedIn or Indeed, and you finally find something you want, and you go to apply, and then the nightmare begins. You have to fill out all the forms, all the EEOC compliance forms. They want you to fill out all your personal information, upload your resume, on and on and on and on. It's it's really the most painful part of any process, right? It's the technol it, it's the technology on the front end that's forcing you into putting your data into this format that they want for their systems. That's their applicant tracking system. The applicant tracking system is there to get all the same information from everyone to keep everybody on an equal playing field to be compliant with the EEOC. This is largely in part due to attorneys and lawyers and employment laws. So it's very hard. So it's very hard to avoid that step in the process. As irritating and as aggravating as that is, that really is going to affect your candidate experience. So let's move on. You, everyone has to do that. You just have to kind of deal with it. <clears throat> so now you get a call, you get an email, the company wants to talk to you. <clears throat> Great, the interview process is about to begin. This is where the candidate experience continues. How well organized is the company in terms of communicating with you? Do they send you an itinerary of who you're going to be meeting with, their names and their titles? Do they send you a map to the office or do they expect you to figure it out off of Google? When you arrive, how do they welcome you? Do they offer you something to drink? On and on and on. These are all these little soft touch points. But again, is that really the best indicator for the type of company that you're going to be working for? <clears throat> Let's think about this for a minute. Who created that process? Who created the organization or the communication, the itinerary, the maps? Who created the front-end technology system? That's HR. That's the attorneys. That's talent acquisition. Those are the people who are putting those processes in place. Are you going to be working with HR on a daily basis? Are you going to be dealing with the talent acquisition organization as your primary internal customer? If not, should you be putting as much weight on that part of the process? 
I think you can tell where I'm going with this. I think if you if you do an extensive search on the internet, everyone talks about the candidate experience being a very important part of the process. Well, yeah, I mean it's important that you don't irritate people that they don't apply to your jobs. <laughs> If your process is so cumbersome at the front end and your candidates are dropping out of the, of the application process, yeah, that's a problem. But that's a technology issue that you're having. And I, I, I know how to get around that. You'd have to work with the attorneys to fix that potential problem. But I, I see workarounds for that. <clears throat> Damn, my throat. <clears> throat> Here's what you really should be looking at when you're trying to determine, should you work for an organization? Yes, go ahead and put a score to the candidate experience. But I would set that aside. What you really want to do is be evaluating who within the company are you going to be working. If you're working, if you're going to work for a smaller company, when you're in the interview process, find out which organizations within the organization you're going to be working with. The titles or the names of the people. If you're working in a large organization, such as where I worked at Cox Enterprises, this was a you know 20 plus billion dollar organization. So there are a lot of people that you're going to be working with that you'll never meet in the interview process. Now, that should raise a flag. You're trying to base your experience, should, you're trying to base your interview experience on whether or not to go work for the company, and there's many people in the organization you've never met. <clears throat> Don't you think that should be where you ought to be looking and trying to figure out, are those the people that you want to be working with? Let's face it, you're not working for a company, you're working with people. And some people are just plain awful. Sorry, they are. You've got some really nice, really genuine, authentic, caring people who will do anything for you. And then you have people who are the exact opposite, who will step all over you to get wherever they want to go. And they'll put on a smiling face. These are very politically these are very politically motivated people, very career-oriented people who will do anything to get to the top. <clears throat> and if you don't think people like that exist in the workforce, then you're quite naive. So when you're evaluating what company to work for, you want to try to identify who are all the stakeholders and who are all the key executives and key players within that organization that you're going to be interacting with. That's where you need to be doing your analysis and doing your research. Are those the people that have good reputations in the marketplace? So if you're going to be working in marketing and you're a, a mid-level manager, you need to find out who this, the, the chief marketing officer is and you need to be finding out which organizations internally do you support the most. Now, I'm not saying this is easy, but this is where you should be putting your analysis. Because if you just say, well, they had a great candidate experience, they communicated really well with me, and the onboarding process was simple, and I checked Glassdoor, and everything seems to be okay, you're really still not looking at the 
the key areas that are going to be affecting the quality of your life. So put your time and your attention to understanding the kind of relationships that you're going to be having with the people you're going to be working with on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a quarterly basis. And again, of course, you're going to have a gut feeling about your about your boss, about you, about your manager. That's that one's a little easier. So if you like the person you're going to be working with on a daily basis, that's a step in the right direction. <clears throat> but who do they report to? And how often are you going to be reporting to them? How much of an influence are they going to have on the organization? Because if someone doesn't like you for whatever reason, and they're one layer or two layers up, if there's any kind of problem or any kind of a downturn or any kind of situation in the company and they want to change directions, if that person is not aligned with you, if they don't like you, if they don't respect you, you're not going to have any kind of political clout, you could get laid off. So the candidate experience, the employer brand, I think that's a... Yes, it's important to have a good image, but that's basically what it is. It's just an image. It's a perception. It's a front that they're trying to put up. What you really have to do is trust your, your gut. You might call it your instincts. Others might call it your spiritual sense. You really have to be finely tuned to pay attention to the people that you're talking to. Are these good, honest, decent people that you can trust? That's how you should be evaluating whether or not this is a good company to work for, in my opinion. Because you could, you could be interviewing for a small company that really has no clue about candidate experience. But everybody that you meet within the company, you like. So you're going to discount that candidate experience on the front end. <clears throat> and on the flip side, a really big company that's got a lot of money, they can afford to make it look like they've got a great candidate experience, a great brand, but you get in, you start doing some research, you start looking into your own LinkedIn network, you begin to find out who some of these people are that you might be working with, and they might not have a great reputation. They might not have any recommendations at all on LinkedIn. That might be pause for concern. Choosing the right company to work for is very Difficult, And that's why you really want to continue to develop your LinkedIn network, find out who the different people in the organization you will be working with at a higher level, because those people set the tone for the organization. If those are good, decent, honest people, and they're not yellers and screamers and hotheads and people that create fire drills, you know, Friday at five o'clock in the afternoon and expect you to stay till eight to fix it. Then you've probably found a good company with good, decent people that you can work with through thick and thin, through problems and through good times. So that's it. That's my thought. So that's it. Those are my thoughts on the candidate experience and the, the employer brand. Yes, it's nice to find a company that does a good job with that, but ultimately... I don't think it should affect your long-term decision whether or not to work for a company or not.